0: Welcome back to another edition of the Tony D Podcast. I know we had one yesterday, kind of discussing the weekend of 4th of July, and this one I want to dive into a tweet that I had sent out um, on Tuesday about Kentucky Speedway being uh, the perfect place to bring IndyCar back to, as Roger Penske looks for Oval, so we'll discuss that on this episode. Um, Before we get to any sponsorship, before we get into anything IndyCar-wise, I just wanted to say... And send out my best wishes to Robin Miller, Racer Magazine, NBC Sports. Um, Racer had an article today saying that Robin was going to be stepping away for a while with his recent health situation. Um, I talked to Robin last week. We probably talk once a month. Um, I texted him earlier today offering to bring him a cheeseburger from a working man's friend on Friday. Have not heard back. Um, But for those that don't know... Um, Robin was probably the first, or was the first person uh, that I met in local media. So when I was growing up in Northwest Indiana, my dad uh, worked for Chrysler Dodge and Jeep throughout my entire life at a couple different dealerships in Northwest Indiana, and I think in the early 90s, I think it, I want to say it was 1991, um, There was a, the Dodge Viper was the pace car for the 500, and they gave it out to media members, um, which they used to do a lot more than what they do now. Then somebody wrecked it into Broderville Tavern, I think, and they kind of did away with that. Anyway, um, and Robbins' pace car, I think it was a Viper. It might have been – I think there was a year in there, too, where the LeBaron was the convertible, so it might have been that year. But Robbins broke down, calls my dad, hey you – or know, calls a dealership. My dad's like, wait, the Robin Miller from – at the time he was with the Indy Star and then I think he went to um, ESPN2 Speed Channel. Um, so my dad worked on his car, got it fixed and sent him off to, I think he was going to Milwaukee. And then from there on out, you know, my dad introduced me to him as a, when I was a young kid. He would bring me hats at times. I still have an ESPN2 RPM the night hat, um, a Speed Channel hat from Robin. So um, he was the first guest on this podcast. We sat in the parking lot of a working man's friend just about two years ago this time. Um, he has always been great to me, always been great to JMV, and we are sending him our best well wishes. Um, I saw him back at the test in April, and uh, look forward to seeing him again soon and hoping things um, get better and turn out better for our good friend Robin Miller. As always, thanks to Flooring Is Forever, flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. If you're looking for the best high-quality flooring in central Indiana, Harley has you covered. Flooring is forever. Flooringisforever.com with over 20 years of experience here locally. You can check out their Instagram page for some of the great work that they've done. Um, As I mentioned, he's done floors for a few of my friends. Carpeting, whatever you need, he has you covered. Flooring is forever. 317-755-1246. The tone of the podcast presented by Flooring is Forever. All right, so... I've always been an advocate of ovals. I was fortunate, as I just mentioned, to grow up in Northwest Indiana. So at a point, uh, when I was in high school, mostly we had Milwaukee two hours away, Chicago land an hour and fifteen minutes away, Michigan two hours away, Kentucky five hours, St. Louis five hours, Indy two and a half hours. Uh, luckily, my dad took me to a lot of races, and you know I'd find a little picture of me and some friends at, at Michigan back in '07. But then I just got to got to thinking, and then. Roger Penske came out and said they're looking for more ovals for the 2022 season. Um, we know that Richmond is supposed to be on the schedule last year. Obviously, that, that got next due to COVID. Iowa is off the schedule this year. Iowa is a great track that any car should always be at. But Kentucky Speedway. So there's a lot of thought that goes into this. I put this out on Twitter. Um, it kind of took off thanks to Graham Ray Hall who tweeted, and I will read his tweet here shortly. Um, about his reaction to Kentucky. I posted it on an IndyCar fan group, got a lot of great reaction. There was some concerns. That I think that they laid down the PJ1 compound last year before the NASCAR race. Uh, weepers were also a concern, and parking was also a concern. I don't think they really had to worry about that when it came to IndyCar, and I think that they have expanded highways, different lanes, in and out of the track, so I think the parking situation has been taken care of. Um, So Kentucky gets my number one vote for a big oval. Look, I want a big oval on the track outside of Indy and Texas. Give me a Kentucky. Would love Michigan. But I think Kentucky is the perfect place. It has had great racing in the past. It is located uh, not too far here from Indy. It's about a two-hour drive, maybe even a little less. The top five ratings market. For the Indianapolis 500 this year, if you did not see this on my Twitter at Tony D Indy, Indianapolis is obviously number one. Dayton number two, which is what two hours from Kentucky Speedway. Cincinnati was also tied with Dayton for number two. That is, uh, Cincinnati is about 30 minutes away from there. Uh, Naples, Florida, which okay, I guess there's a lot of Hoosiers down there. And Louisville, which is uh, Sparta, Kentucky is about smack dab in between Cincinnati and Louisville. So I tweeted this out. um, You know, it's time for a return to IndyCar. I got 500 likes on Twitter. So I figured um, let's do a podcast about what I feel could happen. And then Graham Rahal, quote, retweeted it. Thanks, Graham, for the help. Um, And this is what Graham had to say. Let me pull it up here real quick. Um, verbatim of what it said. And Graham's a guy that that I've always leaned on and always listened to when he has an opinion on anything when it comes to making racing better to, um, you know, he's always going to tell you how it is. Like, that's how Graham is. And I've always been cool with him for that. So his tweet reads, "Um, I don't disagree with Tony D., but the crowds were never great, which is definitely a concern. And Graham, I mentioned this in my in, in a few podcasts, Graham was the first one to say, yeah, we all want these ovals back, but fans have to show up. And that's why I know a lot of people are going to say Milwaukee and a lot of people are going to say Michigan. But with Detroit being, you know, 45 minutes from michigan international speedway and road america near milwaukee um, about an hour and a half that's why with kentucky i know indianapolis is only an hour and 40 minutes away but the core audience and the core fan group is here in indianapolis that's just simply the case back to Graham's tweet um i loved kentucky tricky oval to get the cars right tracks like this would shine with today's aero package and tire multi-lane great racing Um, And I would agree. I know that a lot of people are still maybe a little nervous, I think is the right word, Uh, nervous to go to these high-banked, fast ovals. But look, I understand what happened to Dan Weldon. That was a very tragic situation. I'm never going to say anything less than that. I was there. You've heard me talk about it multiple times on this podcast. But from 2000 to 2011, in a very unsafe car We did see some horrible accidents. Um, Kenny Brack comes to mind. Ryan Briscoe comes to mind. Um, The big one in Atlanta, Charlotte had one. There were some big accidents, but these guys were walking away from these accidents. The cars these days are, I feel, 20 times safer than what we had in the 2000s. Uh, you obviously have the, 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 uh, the, the enclosed cockpit, um, the windscreen, safer cars. We, we've seen some spectacular wrecks where drivers have walked away over the last three or four years. It's time to go back to some of these big, bigger tracks. And I think Kentucky should be the number one um, starter go-to, give it a chance. Now here's what needs to happen to make Kentucky work. First and foremost, it is a risk. Yes, it is an SMS racetrack, but now Roger Penske owns the series. I think the conversation needs to happen. What also needs to happen is a title sponsor. Uh, Menards comes to mind. Uh, Quaker State has spent money at the Kentucky Speedway before. Um, obviously, Roger has a big presence with um, his major sponsors that we've seen, Verizon, uh some of those other sponsorships so landing a title sponsor would be massive Um, and that seems to be what it takes to put on one of these events it is a risk it's going to be a risk and fans seem to want Kentucky or an oval back here in the Midwest so fans including myself which I will and including you who is listening fans have to show up if this is an oval that's going to happen fans need to show up and Nobody is ever going to be happy with these things. There's always going to be somebody bitching about something in IndyCar. Um, It just happens, and it is what it is. Whether it's weather, whether it's parking, prices, start times, there's always somebody something bitching about something in IndyCar. So my suggestion is this. We're in a period right now where it is a... Um, down period, you got about a month off in IndyCar before you go to Nashville and the road course there on August 8th. Why not right now? And I've always said this. There is a period in the summer, normally, not last year because of COVID, that the MLB takes a little bit of a break from the All-Star game. You've got the SP Awards. I think it's like the only thing on on that Wednesday. And I've always been an advocate of a Thursday night race. I'm not saying that this should be it for Kentucky. But give me a Saturday night, under the lights, 8.30 Eastern start time. If you can get it on NBC, that would be huge. I don't know what reruns they're playing on Saturday night. Usually I'm out doing something on Saturday night, so I really don't know what's going on on NBC um, besides the Stanley Cup. So that would probably be the, the only holdup. But if things get back to normal, I don't think the Stanley Cup is going to be running into July. Um, like it was this year due to COVID last year. So on a Saturday night, when you don't really have much going on, especially in a sporting world besides baseball, let's put a race at Kentucky Speedway. Let's have it under the lights. Let's take a page out of NASCAR's book, which I think NBC loves, and make it a throwback race. And let's try to get people excited about it. IndyCar, if you're listening, I'm available to hire. I will market the hell out of this thing. I will grassroots effort i will sell sponsorships i will do what i can obviously easier said than done but it's something that i would love to do um title sponsor is huge as we mentioned um sanctioning promoting is huge of this race as well but i think that it would be a good race graham hopped on and said it would be a good race that's why i i I do think that they did lay down the pj1 last summer Um, I don't know what that means. There's no NASCAR race at Kentucky this year. I don't know if it's going to return next year. But if Roger's looking for more ovals, I think you start with Iowa and Kentucky, with Kentucky hopefully being number one. Now, I know there's a bunch of semis there and Ford trucks that haven't been sold. Hopefully those are gone. Um, But I almost think that you could get 50,000 fans inside of that racetrack on a Saturday night in the summer with reasonable pricing. I think I went there a few summers ago for NASCAR and they had a four for 89 package where you got four tickets, four hot dogs, four Cokes. I think people like that. That's always a deal that I look for. Um, Lucas Oil Raceway had one a few weeks ago with the Jeff Gordon where you got a dog, you got a candy bar and a Pepsi and a take it for 24 bucks. Do some kind of package like that. Run a special, um, you know, around the Indy 500 you can use the Indy 500 to market here. Maybe even um, go to some of the other races. But I think that you could get 45 to 50,000 people based on the TV ratings and where they've come from. Based on the proximity to Indianapolis. Based on fans wanting more ovals. And based on it being a good race. Now, you have to give the fans a show. It can't just be, hey, here's an Indy car race. You get practice, see ya. Um, A two-day show would be great. Friday, IndyCar qualifying. Have a lights race. Um, I don't know if you could do like an F2000. Might be a little too big of an oval for that. But if you can get the Arca Series to run there on Friday night, if you can get the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series to run there on a Friday night, that would be huge. Saturday, have a pre-race concert have pre-race festivities, have a lights race leading in, get the vintage IndyCar laps out, um, have things for people to do that maybe even aren't racing as well. Maybe have a little midway. I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty that you could do. There's plenty of opportunity. But the bottom line is fans have to show up, and this is going to be a risk for promoters and for the title sponsorship. And I don't know what else it's going to take. Obviously, Roger wants more ovals. Kentucky just seems to make the most sense. Um, so we will see. I hope it happens. I would love to help as much as possible. Um, you know, it, it, it just seemed to get a lot of traction on social media. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Obviously, it takes more than just getting traction on social media. But um, it was enough to get my attention and to want to do this podcast. So um, let's make it happen. I think it should happen. Maybe maybe we can be a little bit more flexible on the dates. doesn't have to be in the summer Um, But, again, the later you get into the fall, you're starting to compete against other events. Um, You know, maybe hopefully you land on a weekend where the Reds are out of town. Uh, But I think it could work, and I hope it does. And I would love to be there next summer for a race at Kentucky Speedway um, in 2022. As always, thanks to the UPS Store on Oleo Road in Fishers, 317-578-00. 9-4, 9-4, go see Doug and his friendly staff at the UPS store on Oleo Road up near guys Pack and ship at the UPS store. You can also do many things like printing services. Times have been tough for the community over the past year, but in case you needed a reminder, you're pretty tough too. And while there are certainly more challenges ahead, know the UPS store is always there to help should you need it. The UPS store has everything for your small business. All in one place. Any questions, give them a call. 317-578-0094. Shout out to The Shop in Broad Ripple and Clay Terrace. Uh, they came into the following warehouse last week. Hooked me up with an awesome uh, Bitcoin Renus VK shirt. Uh, Going to be doing some more work with them. They are great people. So if you're looking for awesome old school Indy 500 shirts, um, you can check out their Instagram, their website, theshopindy.com. Uh, look at my Instagram because I think that's the only shirts that I wear from them. They have... All things Indy 500 shirts, um, college shirts of your choice. Uh, it's a great place, and especially if you're looking to support local. And we had discussed this, and we're going to start doing it and getting to it here soon, but putting swag bags together for celebrities that will maybe help get some traction to, to more of these races coming up on the IndyCar schedule. Um, so we'll continue to look into that. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Tony of the podcast. Thank you for supporting. Um, I hope you're staying cool. It's very hot outside, and uh, love talking racing with you guys. So appreciate the support as always at Tony D Indy on Twitter, Tony Donahue on Facebook, and TD Indy Twenty Four on Instagram. Thank you for listening, and please chime in on your thoughts on IndyCar returning to the Kentucky Speedway.